Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is Housewives Nightcap by Access Hollywood. We're spilling exclusive Housewives gossip with a Bravo celebrity or superman each week to give you behind-the-scenes secrets and access to drama that you didn't see on TV. Get your glasses ready. Welcome back to Access Hollywood's Housewives Nightcap. Emily, I miss you sitting right next to me. Now we're worlds apart again. I know. Uh, Okay. I'm devastated. I was in LA for a week. I got to see Lauren. We recorded the last week's podcast in person. It was so great. We covered the People's Choice Awards together. I mean, how exciting. I just realized though, we never got a picture together. Were we even friends that day? Do you know I thought about that? And then I was like... yeah. We'll do it. And then we never did. We never did. Then we got booked and busy. You were wearing red. I was wearing green. It could have been our holiday card for next year. You know, everything else just trumped in priority. So I'm really sorry. Oh my about God. That. <laughs> you were just then the celeb started to come and we were like, whatever. See you later, sister. You interviewed all the like mainstream celebs. And then I hit the reality TV people. It was honestly kind of iconic too, because there was so much going on where we were able to split it up. I think it worked. So every Bravo account is picking up your interviews, which means you asked the right questions, girlfriend. I mean, I did the research. I spent most of my day Saturday really getting into the nitty gritty of it all because I know if I'm not asking, then the fans get mad at us. So I don't want the fans mad at us, but it was fun. We have two big guests today. We have Caitlin Marshall, which you guys probably know her as Besties by Caitlin. She has a hit podcast, Besties by Bravo. She's going to come on and break down all the hot gossip in the Bravo universe, including Love is Blind. It's not Bravo, but we're just obsessed with it. Also, we're going to finally, 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 finally show my interview with Aaron from Roni. So it's a jam-packed episode. Let's roll the tapes. I am so glad to be here. I I really enjoyed having y'all on mine. And I truly was sending y'all an email yesterday. Like, you're some of the most fun guests I've ever had. We were even just sitting here chit-chatting, gossiping. And finally, Emily was like, maybe we should record this because we're full on like going into it. So I am so thrilled to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. You are so successful in what you do. Lauren and I dream and aspire to be like you, like Zach Peter. Y'all flatter me so. Ladies, we have so much to talk about, but I feel like we just need to get this over with and talk through it. Tom Sandoval's New York Times article. Ah, you know, when I first saw someone post that Variety had actually tweeted, Sandoval compares Scandoval to OJ Simpson and the uh, trigger warning for the word murder of George Floyd, I thought, surely, 
No one would joke about this. However, this cannot be true. This cannot. And I went and I looked and I said, well, hot damn, (laughs) this idiot. I just, the lack of words, let alone the fact that it is Black History Month. And then on top of it, he you know, he blocked the amazing podcast content creators, Bravo While Black, yesterday after all of this. He blocked them. Now, me, I'm a white content creator and I call him out all the time. I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss on this podcast. You are. but Okay, fantastic. I call his ass out all the time and I'm not blocked. Me, I, whatever, I'm not on his radar. My feelings are so hurt. However, to block Bravo while black immediately after this fiasco is just, oh my God. I was not aware of that. And that makes this almost like 10 times worse. I'm shocked right now. Yeah. The article itself was just a bad look. Every every part of it. Every part of it. And then I do want to say he did later apologize Um, I don't know if I found it very sincere, but I think it was a little bit of damage control. I'm just shocked and appalled that he would even say that to begin with. Like, I knew Tom was a narcissist. Like, it's evident. To compare that, I I mean, it's insane. It's insane. You know, if he wanted to compare something, compare it to Brad and Angelina, okay? Compare it to that. I, for crying out loud, compare it to the media frenzy of, if it really felt that way to you, an election. Don't compare it to... uh, horrific tragedies. He compared it to a double homicide and another homicide. And it was just like, uh, and that Danny Masterson thing, I just was like, bro, oh my God, I'm trying to speak his own language. Dude, literally. Um, I just, it's beyond words. I don't know about you, but the other part that it wasn't horrific. It was just so cringy when he said, yeah, you know, I've never been single as a celebrity. You know, I'm not anyone's favorite celebrity, but it's a cool muscle to flex, sir. <laughs> yes. It's a no. And then honestly, this season is a no for me. I watched last night. I don't know if you guys watched it, but I'm bored out of my mind. You know, it's not that we needed something as explosive as Scandaval again. We, I, I say this all the time when it comes to, especially these reality shows that have the storyline in a sense. There is drama in the resolution. It's not just about the drama of the fight. And yes, Ariana is absolutely saying I'm not having any interactions with my ex, period. And that's her prerogative and that's fine. You can still film a TV show. But it's it's rough when you can see that everyone else, with the exception of Katie, wants to be on good terms with Sandoval for some reason. And it makes it to where people are not being their authentic selves, in my opinion, because they're like, well, I'm afraid of Ariana. And sometimes, you know, you have to say, well, my friend is like, not comfortable with me being friends with this person. And that's it. That's, I have to just deal with that. And I I think especially Sheena is really... (laughs) 
she's really struggling with it. And Sheena is going to make it about Sheena at the end of the day, though. (laughs) It's so interesting because we saw Sheena at the People's Choice Awards and she was with Brock. And I will say Brock had these like heels on. They were honestly kind of iconic, but he had these like boot heels on that gave him a lot of height. Uh, But she didn't talk. She didn't do any of, like, the interviews, which I just thought was so interesting because normally Sheena's the one to, like, run to the press, but she didn't do any interviews. And I don't know. Maybe she doesn't want to be asked about the kiss with Schwartz. Or the Britney and Jax because on Sunday, this was before Jax ultimately squashed the rumors, but there were rumors that Jax and Brittany were separated, living apart. But, you know, the Valley is coming, the spinoff of Vanderpump Rules. So then a lot of fans were like, oh, it's just maybe getting some heat publicity for the Valley. Caitlin, what were your thoughts on all of this? Okay. Let me be, okay, I'll go ahead and be very candid here, which I typically am anyway. The content creator who, uh, upon doing my own research on it, is a content creator that she tends to go for shock value. She has perpetuated a false rumor before regarding Vanderpump Rules. And she got very upset with me personally for calling that out, which I don't like to call other content creators out. I'm not in, I'm not in this like for getting into drama like that. But this is not the first time she's done this. So I'm not even going to name her. It's, you know, because I'm sure they know who they are. (laughs) I hate to hear that. Like, I would consider, I mean, you're, I wouldn't consider myself a content creator quite, but we're all out here. And the information we share, we want people to trust us and know that, you know, you know, I, I would guess I'm more of a reporter, but Whatever. If you're in the uh, world of social media and you're sharing information and you have followers, you want people to trust you. And she makes that puts a kind of a taint on all other content creators because then people are like, I don't even know if this is true. You're saying exactly some of the things I was saying when I called this out. And the my issue was it was a pregnancy rumor. And it turned out very much to not be true. And so I took issue with that because I'm like, there there are so there are few lines when it comes to this stuff that we say okay we don't cross that line this should be one of those right like you don't try and out someone's pregnancy if it's even true before that person is ready because uh, not to be political but especially at the it, not that it's changed much but it can be this country can be dangerous for a woman who is pregnant if she doesn't want to be and so it really just hit every Thing on that list of like, this is wrong. And from what I understand, now I could be incorrect on it all coming directly from her, but my Googling and my researching on it, it kept pointing back to her. Now, again, I don't know where she hears her things. I don't know what have you. That being said, my thought when I did hear this was like, okay, before I realized that there was a specific source, uh, probably amongst a few, was, okay, we got, this is the PR working. That's the machine, as Bethany Frankel likes to call it. But it's also believable because Jax is not necessarily known to be the most faithful partners, rotten hail. Um, and I, I, 
I had hoped that it was not true only for the sake of wanting him to have had growth. What did y'all think when you heard it? I just kind of thought it was like, okay, we're getting some steam working up towards the valley. I agree with you. Yeah. I think it could have been a PR stunt. Well, if you're looking for something that is not VPR, Southern Hospitality is it. That's the guy, Joe Bradley. He's on that, right? Yes. Yes. So last year, I actually, uh, my friend Eddie, Martinez with Eddie, I went with him. I had only met him maybe two and a half weeks before this, at, virtually, essentially. And uh, he was like, we're going to Charleston. We're going to see Leva's places and we're going to get together with some of the cast, what have you. And I'm like, oh my God, okay, like maybe I'll go. Wonderful time. I... This is where I have a hard time because if I meet someone and they're nice to me, then I'm like, oh my God, I love them. We're best friends. What do you like? What do you mean? I have to defend everything they do and say. So that's where I sometimes struggle. I'm like, I have to wait to talk about this until I've had some space between it. But let me tell you, their drama is so real the way Vanderpump was in the beginning that there were things that I was like, oh my God, I can't believe a camera is not here right now considering they are on a show. There were, I mean, it was full-blown real stuff happening (laughs) and it was so good. So this show, I'm telling you, it's it's the uh, sleeper hit that's really waking up for everyone. Okay, we need... To watch because you know, I feel like another to. show that's coming is the Netflix. Is it buy, what is it? Buying, selling Beverly Hills, buying Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. That preview clip basically gave us more than Beverly Hills did all season. I have to say, like, I can't describe how icky I would feel making money off of my family's worst moments. If that sounds like I'm criticizing Kyle Mauricio. It's because I am <laughs> like you guys are going through a very real divorce. And I understand you signed up for reality TV and I under, I get it all telling your kids for the first time mm. that you are separated and, and using that clip to draw eyeballs to the show. It just, it felt, it made me feel icky and really sad. Yeah. Well, it's interesting too, because Kyle has said that, you know, in the beginning of the season, and even until like the last couple of episodes, she's been so not fully open and honest about the separation. And she said it's because Mauricio didn't want her talking about it. So now that it's interesting to have this clip on Mauricio's show completely and utterly open about, I mean, they were saying he was saying that he might go to Aspen for a month or free to date other people and like do whatever they want. And it's interesting that that's now on his show where Kyle hasn't really given us anything on Beverly Hills because she said he didn't want her to. Well, and that's part of, you know, we, the three of us were discussing even before we hopped on here, how some of us are looking forward to the Beverly Hills finale and getting some answers. And some of us are like, I could really care less. I think what's difficult is it did not do Kyle any favors this season to not divulge anything because at the end of it, we're looking and we see these scenes between them where Mauricio's like, yeah, I love going to therapy with you. I'm happy to do that. And then she's surprising him, which, you know, it's her body. She should be able to do whatever the hell she wants. But that being said, you know, oh, I got another tattoo. I got this tattoo, I, you know, and really steamrolling into it. And it makes it look as though Kyle is not being as um, 
flexible when it comes to working on their relationship when we all know there's something else going on under there, but we needed to know. And I think it will help for us to have an idea, not that it's our business, but oh my God, is any of this ever our business? Just, you know. They make it our business. That's what I'm saying. Like they yeah. make it our business and, they, and they're making money off of it, which like, I guess to each his own. I just know that for me, I, I couldn't be going through the trauma and the upset that I'm going through and then also televising it and sharing it with the world and making money. It would for me. But think, I mean, we're definitely going to find out more tonight. And then at the reunion, I interviewed Garcelle at the People's Choice Awards. And she said that Kyle mm. does reveal like this big new information. What that is, I don't know. But I mm. would that she and Morgan have been uh, romantic. Yeah, at times. Mm. Yeah, that's probably 100% what it's going to be. Yeah. So we'll have to see. And who knows? I mean, she even said maybe she'll take a break. I don't think she will. I really don't think she'll take a break. I think now Kathy might come back and it will be a whole thing with that. Something definitely needs to shake up in Beverly Hills. Badly. Badly. I think that Beverly Hills, of all places, the... The net is so wide. Why Why are we still seeing Dorit and PK? Like I, I, it's not that Dorit isn't interesting, but she's also not as interesting as I think some people, some other new faces might be. And I mean, you know, Anne-Marie has been not the best addition as to put it mildly. It, she just hasn't meshed well with the group. And I, it's not for lack of trying, I would say, but it just isn't working. And, uh, you know, it gives me pause because, you know, things like Atlanta, where Atlanta was explosively amazing. And then we just took a nosedive. So, yeah, does it mean bringing people back? I I could see them bringing Carlton back. I could see them. Obviously, we're never going to get Brandy back due to all the stuff. We'll just leave it at that. Um, But, you know, we're not going to get LVP back as far as we know. And so then what's left? You got to get some new faces or shake it up. Hi there. It's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. So, Caitlin, it sounds like you want to get rid of Dorit. Who, what is your, what's your like ideal cast for Beverly Hills next season? Good question. I would say keep Dorit a friend of when Dorit's working for it. She does well. Uh, so I, I think she could just take a step down. We, for me, no more Anne Marie. It's just not working. Um, and I would say obviously keep Garcelle Sutton. And this may be against what a lot of people would like, but. I think we got to keep Erica even with, I mean, or I should say, especially with Housewife and the Hustler 2 coming out, uh, there's a lot more she has to answer for. But I think that we need to bring in at least two new faces. I, I like Crystal a lot as a person, but I don't know that she's bringing enough 
right now, I think she could also be friend of. Yeah. Okay. Lauren, what about you? I agree with this. I think, honestly, I've been enjoying Erica this season. Her trying to learn empathy is very interesting (laughs) to me. Doreen, it was also interesting, I have to note. So the whole Beverly Hills cast all came in at once at the PCAs, took photos and then did interviews. And maybe like 30 minutes later, Dorit came. So I found that very interesting. I also asked about her and Kyle, and you could tell that they're not where they were. There's friction there. Well, and that photo of them was so awkward of the cast together. I mean, I'm no expert in body language, but honey, they were not actual friends there. (laughs) No way. Like I said, a lot of people think we're in this for the drama, the fighting. Not always. We do sometimes really want to just see them be friends. And it was nice when they were good. I'm here for the comedy. Like that's what I'm here for. That's what always made me like Housewives. That's why I like talking about it. I was with a friend actually in the business who doesn't cover Bravo stuff. And I said to her, um, she was like, would you ever go on reality TV? And I was like, I definitely would, but I would never go on a show with women fighting. And she was like, that's so weird, though, that you love housewives so much. And I was like, I don't like the fighting. I like the comedy, like Heather on the beach with the music. Ha, 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 ha. In that last episode, like I was cracking up, you know, so I would like to see more comedy that at the end of the day, a lot of these women actually are comedians and they don't mean to be. They just don't know it. (laughs) Emily, maybe you should join Love is Blind. Okay, so interesting. Interesting you bring that up. My cousin thinks Kevin, cousin Kevin thinks that I would be a fantastic candidate on Love is Blind. You would. But I am extremely shallow. Well, let's talk about the candidates. uh, I mean, this season a little bit. Um, Obviously, Lauren, you just talked to Chelsea about the Megan Fox uh, bombshell. And what, what did she, she seems like she's trying to be a good sport. Yeah. So we're recapping every week. Netflix is giving me someone to like recap over the four episodes and that's going live on YouTube every Saturday morning. So we had Chelsea for the first six episodes. So we went through everything that happened and it's live on YouTube right now. So we talked about the Megan Fox comment and you know, she was I need, I feel so bad for her right now. People are dragging her. And Netflix cut out the fact that Jimmy started the conversation. And Jimmy was the one that said that he looks like NFL superstar Christian McCaffrey, which he does not. And then so then you had Chelsea go like, oh, well, some people have told me I look like Megan Fox and Adele and Katy Perry. And then, you know, people have just ran with that. But she did say that she totally regrets it because at the end of the day, Love is Blind is supposed to be about people falling in love without knowing their appearances. But she said it also like did not feel good when he said, oh, you lied about the way you look. So it's interesting. I've watched all the episodes, so I'm not going to give anything away. But man, it is a good season. It seems like it's going to be. Now, I no one drag me. I see the similarities in Chelsea's features to Megan Fox. The eyes, the nose, the mouth. I feel like it's a society issue and I feel like it's really, really shitty because I think what it came down to is people were like, well, you're not physically the same size as Megan Fox. And I think that... And Chelsea is barely even mid-size. She's not plus size and there's nothing wrong with being either. She is just not a double zero like Megan Fox is. Hardly anyone is. 
And, you know, I, I think that's what it comes down to is pe- a lot of people being like, oh, well, they're not they're not physically built the same. Jimmy told her that he normally dates smaller women. Netflix also cut that part out, too. But in the Dominican Republic, Jimmy told her that he normally dates smaller women. And that was right before that whole AD situation where then he commented on AD's body and then they got in a huge fight. Because I was like, why? You know, you were so nonchalant about it and then you weren't. And she's like, yeah, because inside I'm like sitting on the fact that he told me he normally dates smaller women. So no, we need it. People need to give Chelsea more credit. It's it's bullshit Goodbye. the way that she's getting completely dragged. I yeah, I agree. You know, I think Chelsea's beautiful, and this isn't me just trying to be like, oh well, just because she's not a size two, she's beautiful. No, like she has a fantastic body, and plus, I it's it's kind of obnoxious. In my mind, I'm like, I think Netflix or I'll say production knows what they're doing by going ahead and sending them on a tropical getaway where they have to be in their bathing suits immediately in front of everyone. And I think that it really forces a revelation in that sense. But I I just kind of feel like people are coming too hard and... I'm not going to accuse anyone of having plastic surgery, but (laughs) most people are not naturally built the way Megan Fox is. Let's just call the spade a spade. Could she be naturally that way? Sure. She's been in the limelight for a very long time, but it comes down to those standards that are constantly held. And what's hard is when you think of Megan Fox, you think of her face, you think of her body as well. And that's where it was really difficult. But it's so good. This season's so good. It's so good. I know. It's so good. And now, okay, so when we drop this, it'll be Thursday. Oh, yeah. So new episodes dropped already. Mm-hmm. So you guys need to watch. And then we'll keep talking about it. But Caitlin, thank you so much for taking the time and oh. talking with us today. We so, so, so appreciate it. Anytime. And we need to have you back on the podcast because this was just like girl chat. Yes. I love that. Thank you so there's my Lisa Barlow. I love that. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I know I'm going to have y'all back on because it's just a blast every time we get together. So thank you. And tell everyone, because I'm sure everyone already knows, but (laughs) tell everyone where they can follow you and where to listen to your podcast. Yeah. So you can follow at Besties by Caitlin and there are 500 ways to spell Caitlin. So I'll spell it for you. It's C-A-I-T-L-I-N on Instagram, TikTok, I don't really use that X Twitter thing that much. Uh, but you can listen to Besties by Bravo anywhere you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, anywhere. Same thing on YouTube. It's Besties by Bravo on YouTube. Okay, Caitlin knows so much. She's so knowledgeable. Everyone go follow her, go listen to her podcast, which I'm sure you already do because I feel like she's a top Bravo creator. She's so great. Everyone needs to follow her. Totally. So now let's listen to my interview with Erin. I recorded it a couple weeks ago. She came in studio. We tried her new Mezcal brand and we talked about Roni and the future of it. So let's roll the tapes. Welcome to California. I would say sunny California, but it has been crazy. Torrential downpours. Yes. That's what I entered into. And it's warm in New York. (sighs) (laughs) But today's been 
Nice. Today the sun is out, and I saw that last night you were hanging out with Kathy Hilton, Crystal, Heather Debro, just like the West Coast Housewives. I know. I um, we were celebrating Crystal's birthday, so met a bunch of people there. We had so much fun. It was really really fun. That's so fun. Kathy's a hoot, and Crystal's she's a great. Hoot. Yeah, Kathy's she's... really. I didn't know what to expect, um, but she's cool. She's got. I don't know. She's got a, a funny sense of humor, too. No, totally. And so is Crystal. And Heather is fabulous as yes. well. Love so all. I love that you're mingling with the West Coast mm-hmm. housewives. And I met Cynthia for the first time last oh, night. Oh, yeah. yeah. We love I had never met her before. She's beautiful. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, crazy beautiful. Yeah. Crazy, crazy beautiful. But give us, like, an update on your life because it's been a couple of months yeah. since Roni reunion and then we saw you at BravoCon in the no pants outfit Wait, which I decided to put them on total, today for I know. you <laughs> you know it's a, I love it but that was an iconic look what's the update with you in the last couple of months I've been super busy yeah like work 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 um so it's been a lot of like moving parts because we lost launched also Miss Galbrand and it's been consuming me because I'm so passionate about it uh things have been really good yeah we moved uptown back to where I grew up um and it's just been nice I'm, I'm actually looking forward to president's week because we're going away my family's going away so Ooh, spend some fun. time with the kids yeah so okay. it'll be good now with your tequila brand why tequila mezcal yes Oh, Moscow. It's very different. Okay, yeah. Can you explain yes. that to me? It's interesting because there's such an educational aspect yeah. to this brand. Because so many people don't know what the difference is, which yeah. I don't think I really fully would have known either mm-hmm. until I was, like, in the business. But so by Mexican law, tequila only has to be 51% pure agave. So people don't know this. But the rest of it can be additives. So it's it, most of them are additive heavy. So that affects you the next day. Mezcal, by Mexican law, has to be 100% pure agave. So it's a much purer spirit. And in fact, doctors will say, if you're going to drink anything, drink mezcal, because it's literally the purest type of spirit you can find. Not to mention the fact that tequila is only made out of blue Weber agave, so one Mm -hmm. type of agave, which has turned into like this mass production. And there's a way of producing it that's become very generic. While mezcal is like kind of like a beautiful blend of wine right so you can pick like we ours is espadine and cuiche cuiche is a wild agave so it adds like these different hints that you wouldn't normally get like a flavor profile that you wouldn't get also i just i love mezcal i've always loved it but what i didn't love about it was that it was very smoky has the other housewives the castmates tasted oh, yeah. it or yeah. like because i remember you did i think you did an interview or something after the reunion and you said that you guys weren't really in a talking you know not everyone was talking with each other yeah we went through we went through like a rough patch after the reunion um then we all got together at jenna's and had so much fun together but like are there some unresolved problems yes there are which is why we need a second season which is why we need a new season have you heard anything? Can you tell us anything? No, I don't know. Hope so. Erin, I feel like we just, there's so many rumors. <laughs> I'm a good rumors. girl. I don't I know. know. There's so many rumors, Well, I though. can tell you that we're not, like, joining forces with Legacy. Who do you hope comes back, though, within your group? Everyone. Because a lot of people don't know if Jenna's going to come back. I think she will. I think she will. I hope. I need the whole group again. Same. And it, because I feel like the season was so good, but it was a starting out season. And it was like short, it felt. And it was short. I mean, yes. a lot of my scenes were cut out. 
Oh, were they? Oh, yeah. Scenes with me and my dad. I took my sister wedding dress. I bought her her wedding dress. Like, that was not in it. No. I, like, opened up to the girls about my, like, my life. My whole life was basically just not in it. But everybody else's was. Weird. (laughs) No, you know what? Honestly, they have such a short period of time to cram in so much. And it gives opportunity for people to, like, learn different layers about all of us yeah and you know seasons to come well we need it we definitely do looking back though is there one thing that you wish you did differently as a first-time housewife um I always say this it's literally my answer all the time but I wish I knew about the way like things came off on camera versus obviously the way that they just like, what I know is not what everybody knows. So, like, when we were in Inkwheel and I was like, oh, yeah, Jen, I wanted to try it. It came out so, like, catty. But everyone already knew that she was, like, I was just saying something that we knew. And I was just delivering a message. And I thought I was doing it in a funny, silly way. But it really came out, like, because she had just been talking about her genetic disorders and all these things that I didn't even know fully how bad it was. A lot of that stuff. Same with this stuff with Jessel. Like, I didn't know what she was fully going through you know I just wasn't aware when I watched the show I was like oh my god now I get it you know it makes more sense why you haven't you know had sex in so but long how could you have known if you they weren't no. telling you yeah, and then you were delivered. learning after the fact with the rest of us and, right yeah Right. So that's like something I think I'll be more cognizant of. Speaking of new housewives, though, we had a lot of new housewives, including Monica from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. You're making a face. I'm like, I need her hot take on this. Like, do you have a hot take? Because that was wild. And coming from a new housewife, could you imagine? No. Right? It's it was great TV. Great. Riveting. Really. Like, wow. Great. But. Being, you're already in such a vulnerable position being on a show like that, like ours. And to to know that someone was sitting with you, like eating a meal and like breaking bread, so to speak, and then could, has the capacity to do, to write these horrible things. And I don't even know what else she did, but apparently a lot. That is freaky. Have you experienced a lot of fans in like New York? Because you have, you... You had had, like, a big presence in New York to begin with, and then let's add the show on top of it. It's like, how has that changed? Um, You know, one thing that's so nice is that I have, like, a best, best, best group of friends from childhood and high school and college, too, that, like, we all hang out and they just don't ask me anything. And it's so nice. They don't say, like, how's the show? How's it? Like, they just, we're just, it's normal. And if I want to talk about it, like, I talk, you know what I mean? So that's really nice because it's grounding. Um, But walking on the street constantly, yeah. It's it's funny. It's fun, though. Everyone's so nice, you know? It's so fun. Your group of friends that you just talked about, would they ever go on the show? Or they're like, I'll keep it. Yeah. They're like, oh, you're so cute with your little show. Like, it's like silly. I mean, yeah. I mean, when I had my anniversary party, all my friends were there. You know, they made speeches, which was funny. Um, so like they were on it, some yeah. of them. Yeah. When the show does come back, will you have the women back at your Hamptons house? As long as it's not in the winter and I know my heat works. Um, would I have them back? Yeah. I get over things pretty quick. I'm one of five. We're yeah, used yeah, yeah. to drama and yeah. problems and then okay. getting over it. Like I don't hang on to things forever. That is so funny. That was like such a good, it was so good. And then the food of it all. I'm like, this is why we love housewives because this is so petty. I mean, we literally were go. I still don't get it. We were going to dinner. (laughs) Like we were going to dinner in three hours. 
<laughs> yeah, that was that was a wild time. Well, thank you for being here. Of course. And when you find out about Roni news, I will call you first, please, because <laughs> we're like desperate. We need to know. We need to know. Like they need to just tell us. I know. I agree. Okay, so I can't wait for Roni to get back into production. I don't know what's going to happen. She wouldn't tell me. I even asked, like, off the record, what's going to happen? And she wouldn't tell me. So we'll just have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, I'm excited. You know, I'm ready for season two. And I feel like the ladies got their feet wet. And now it's kind of like they know what to do. So we're going to get a great season two. I can't wait for it. I feel like it's going to be a while. But we've got Jersey coming up. I'm excited about that. There is such a divide again. Melissa said Melissa and Teresa did not even talk at all this season. Emily, before we let them all go, you have a big interview with... Oh my gosh, Lindsay Hubbard's The Hub House. I'm very excited about that. So that will be next week's episode. And yeah, until then, like, subscribe, get us a follow, give us a review. What am I even saying? (laughs) Guys, we're... It, it's it's one of those weeks. Emily, where'd your mic go? I'm just so tired, to be honest with you. Bye. Housewives Nightcap by Access Hollywood is hosted and produced by Lauren Herbert and Emily Orozco. Executive produced by Rebecca Zamer and associate producer Matt Izzo with original music by Chris Keyes. Join us next week as we dive into the glamorous worlds of reality TV once again, because who doesn't love a nightcap? 